What's up, all my joysticks and D-pads? Welcome back to another episode of Just Gaming Pod. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. You can stop. Stop. Oh my God. Shut up. I know. <laughs> They're voracious and vicious. I know the amiibos are crazy. <laughs> and it's me the coca-cola you should have got with your roast mutton sandwich wacy mm-hmm. i mean craving roast mutton sandwich i'm well. in what are we going to laguna <laughs> we're making that trip laguna i love, love a laguna love a laguna <laughs> the mutton is in me <laughs> no it's the money. <laughs> I got it in here. <laughs> How about you talking? I felt that by my stomach. What the fuck is that? I was like, oh. I got, oh got money. Got money in there. <laughs> when did I got money in there? Money in my hole. <laughs> when, when did I strip? Uh, earlier before we started the stream. Mm. My God. I have a stripping problem. Mm. You do. And it's Where's okay. my true life special on MTV? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of other people that have the true life specials on MTV joining me today are. And there's no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Hi, I'm Will. Hmm. <laughs> you know what? I agree with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I love you, Will. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love Will. I try. Wait, wait. Look at me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I'm stupid. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, stupid. <sighs> and the other unintelligent life form joining us today is <laughs> It's me, your favorite sock stan account, Brandon. Oh I love that little cat. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that little cat beep, boop. is my favorite. People, people. I want that noise to come out when I use the bathroom. <laughs> people, people, people. As soon as I sit on the bowl, it's just people, people. people, 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 Mm. Mm. So tell them, talk to them. Talk to them. Hi. So today we're jumping into this episode of 26. It's episode 26. And what we're talking about, we went to go watch Lightyear. Lightyear. Is it Buzz Lightyear or just Lightyear? It's just Lightyear. Okay. So we went to go watch Lightyear. Which is a Pixar movie? Is it yes. Pixar movie? Oh Pixar my god. Movie. I'm really bad with trying to figure out which studio is this. I'm like a movie's a movie. Mm-hmm. Except for A24. Is it A24? Or A24? A24. That's A24. A24 has been making some very bold choices of movies lately, and I'm not mad. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that out. I kind of want to go to like a tunnel and have you do that. Mm, I got a tunnel he can do that into. Okay, well, open it up. <laughs> I thought it was closed for repairs right now. No, it's very open. Oh my god. Limited access though. Is there a weight limit? <laughs> I mean, is there a size limit? I was like, <laughs> it's carrying all this how, around. How so I guess tall not. do you have to be to ride the rides? <laughs> you know, that's a good question. I don't think there's a, a height restriction. I feel like I love a short king. I feel like six inches is enough. Or a short, per, uh, short uh, royal. I'll say. I feel like six inches is enough. Wait, are we talking about dick size or are we talking about person size? The room. It's whatever you want it to be. <laughs> that does not answer my question, but okay. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. The room. Okay. 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 All right. I guess, I guess it's that one. It's whatever you want it to be. Okay. What do you want it to be? I don't know. <laughs> so we went to go watch Lightyear, we and did. then later we're gonna jump into Will's corner where we're gonna talk about Final Fantasy. We got about like two new game trailers that just two. came out. Two. Oh, that's four. Two, and they just dropped it out of nowhere, isn't it? Or did they even announce that? The well, it's be- been rumored for a minute, so like people knew it was coming, but people were just like expecting it to be on the state of play that they showed earlier this month, but they didn't. And 
Oh gosh, what else was going on other than the state of play? There was going to be the Nintendo Direct, but it was mainly going to be covering. There's a Nintendo Direct that's happening on Wednesday, uh, the day this episode releases, but we won't be able to talk about it um, until next week. Uh, but uh, it's going to be on Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Xenoblade, which is coming out Chronicle. at the end of July. Which this is a rare occurrence. This game got moved up a date as opposed to delayed. Xenoblade did? Yep. Oh, we love that for her. It was supposed to come out, I think, in September and got moved up to the end of July. Oh, that kind of gets me excited to play it then, kind of. I mean, I never played any of them, so. I have all of them. Are so. they turn based? Or, like, what kind of. Sort of. They're turn based, but you can kind of, like, move where your character goes. And oh, so it's like um, Final Fantasy 13 kind of thing? Think of it as more like Final Fantasy 12. Oh. I think. It's more think like of it more as. Like I don't know. But it has some of the best music ever, so I love it. Mm-hmm. And then we're rolling over to Brand's Corner, where we're going to talk about Chosen Family. Chosen Family. Chosen Family. Per your request, actually, this is something that was on the, the documents It got thrown out there, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was one of the things where it's it came into my life, and I was like, what if we talk about that? Yeah. Well, we have nothing to talk about, so finally we have nothing what to talk, talk about. about well, finally, <laughs> there's just no like big gaming stuff going on. Yeah. Lately, it was... Damn, we got like fucking slammed. Yeah, I wasn't upset about that. I really like that. I love video games. Slammed like a busy glory hole at Pride. Mm. Mm. I mean, it's still Pride. <gasps> Are those glory holes still disinfected? I feel like glory hole is very COVID safe. <laughs> huh? It requires a so. mouth. I mean, I on your penis. There's no direct, direct contact as much. <laughs> it is direct contact. It's in your mouth. And if you nut in the mouth, I'm assuming. Are you able to catch COVID if someone has COVID and they nut in someone's mouth and they swallow? I believe so. I believe so. Yeah. I need scientists to come over to me and God explain this it. to me. They said it. That, that you can sexually, I mean, it's not a sexually transmitted disease, but it's like fever. If you're near somebody. <laughs> but me so good. He gave me the COVID. <laughs> Gave me the vid. Okay. My friend has a problem. <laughs> and it's COVID. Fuck <laughs> 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 that bitch. <laughs> Actually, though, I'm so tired of her. I don't feature Miss Rona no more. Oh. Yeah. All right. So let's jump into my corner where we're going to talk about Buzz Lightyear where we go to the movie. We're going to talk to you. Synopsis. Let's do it. Let's do it. <clears throat> Y'all ready? Do it now. Legend. Oh. Sorry, sorry. Legend. Space Ranger Buzz Lightyear embarks on a intergalactic adventure alongside ambitious recruits Izzy, Mo. Darby and his robot companion Socks. Mm. As this motley crew tackles their toughest mission yet, they must learn to work together as a team to escape the evil Zorg and his dutiful robot army that are never far behind. <sighs> oh my god. I never got any of that from that trailer and I love that. Uh- no, not really. Like the the trailer did a great job at not giving away anything in this movie. Seriously, <laughs> like yeah, I, I was very surprised at how this movie was kind of um, like I was not expecting it to be. There was a lot of it was a lot, a lot of things. I was, yeah, it was a lot. I I personally loved it though. <gasps> Sucks. Yeah, I loved it so much. This movie was great, actually. It was very, very good. (laughs) He said, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep. So with this movie synopsis, do you feel like it was giving Buzz Lightyear with that movie synopsis? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, but not... It didn't give anything away. It did a really good job at not saying, like, the main plot and what was happening. It basically showcased, like, oh, this is a Buzz movie. He's going to fight against Zerg and all that other stuff. Right. Well, for me, I was really excited for it. Um, I didn't want to keep any. Well, I wanted to stay away from any information from this movie. So Zerg was something that I didn't really expect right off the bat. Mm-hmm. 
so I was kind of excited like when I started seeing it, but then one trailer kind of gave it away where I was like, oh, I know that mouth and I know those eyes. Fuck. <laughs> How often do you say that? I know. <laughs> <laughs> More than you think. Mm-hmm. Oh I wish he grabbed me like that. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> like, he's like yeah. get your ass back over Little grapple here. hands. <laughs> A top that had his way with you, and then he's like, I'm not finished with you. Get back over here. Yeah, my ideal top, Zerg. <laughs> I said, just an old oh, man with his toys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was a gag. It was a gag. A time. I wasn't drop. expecting that. Yeah, the twist. Yeah. So here you go, y'all. Spoiler, 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 spoilers. From here on out, we're going into a deep dive into the movie plot of Buzz Lightyear. So you have been warned. 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 Okay, jumping right into it, this opening scene right here. This is like where I see like this, um, the beginning part of the movie. Like, right? This was definitely the beginning part of the movie. Yeah. All right, yeah. so introducing like Buzz Lightyear, it was like, okay, um, getting the feel for him. Um, he's a lot less chubbier than I expect him to be. I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah. Because like the original one, I kind of expected He him. was very slim. Yeah, like chest wise. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, he was sexy. Yeah. I, I, I thought, I'm like, oh shit, Buzz yeah. looking hot. It's a double chin. If he grew a beard, it'll be it'll be over for a lot of people. I think so. I think the so. eyebrows, the nose. Do you, you think he gets them done? Do you what? Do you think the real Buzz Lightyear gets his brows done? Mm-hmm. Do you think there's he gets some, them like, tatted? Th- no. Yeah, like, do you think there's some thread shop out in the universe with like some like alien with like tentacles that would absolutely just, like, sh- not? He goes and gets them like that would be fierce, mm-hmm. right? Imagine a little mm-hmm. like alien eyebrow stylist bitch. Yes. I need her to like But she like does stuff. Yeah. <laughs> She's like doing your brows while doing her taxes at the same time. All you hear is just her touching a bunch of stuff on She's my, my eyebrow lady and my tax lady. Mm. <laughs> and my nail tech. <laughs> <laughs> and a part-time stylist. I don't go for that though. Mm-mm. No. The service is bad. Yeah, I'm into the design. So, where did you guys feel about the, like the direction they went with having Chris Hemsworth as like the voice? He- Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. Oh, sorry, Chris <laughs> Evans. Um, Chris I mean, Evans. Chris Evans is just like I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Um, orange and with like a white, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and a little bit of. Okay. <laughs> I, he's so beautiful. He's also just like a really nice person. Imagine how much people lose their um, shit if they actually have Buzz Lightyear be gay in this movie. Okay, can I just say I was kind of hoping for it. I felt like they were gonna, gonna go gonna that lie. direction because it was like there was so much gay in this movie. I did yeah. appreciate that, but you know what? Speaking of Chris Pratt, I just have to. I mean, <laughs> right, wrong, 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 right? wrong movie. Will can we wrong just say movie. Chris? Can we just say Chris? Would it be Speaking easier? of Chris, I said Chris Pratt was last week. Yeah, speaking of Chris Evans, Evan. I would have to say, um, I would have to say that like there were some times where I forgot that it wasn't Tim Allen doing it, and then there were some times or certain lines that he would say, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's definitely Chris Evans. But like, I don't know. I just I felt like his voice was pretty, pretty close. I mean, this isn't. I mean, I you kind of have to like let go of like the established Toy Story Buzz Lightyear yeah. because it, this is. I like that they they painted it as like yeah, like Andy had a toy and this is the movie that you know what I mean. Like this was the movie that Andy saw. Like so then it made sense. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Why? Yeah, because this was because this would this would movie, yeah right? this would be like who the toy was based on versus this being the what the. Well, the toy. This being based on the toy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I liked that. And I really love this movie. The concept of it from beginning to end. The it was plot, really cool. The, the science behind it. Yep, the intricacy <gasps> yeah, of it really as well. The flying in space. Hyperspace. Yeah, hyperspace. And Can we go hypers- hyperspace? Hyperspace. Well, open your hole. But he this- was trying to go Rome. Rome. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that does sound just like me. Rome. Yeah. <laughs> no, but one of the things that I really love about this movie is just like its explanation about hyperspace. So basically, just to kind of like give a little quick thing of what's happening is that they were exploring space. They ended up crash landing into a planet and they were kind of going through it buzz lightyear ends up trying to fly out of the um anyways buzz uh, they find out that the planet is inhabitable or they thought because there's like 
a plant-like substance that's just like constantly just kidnapping people left and right and so they get on the ship and try to fly out buzz is controlling it and then as he hits a mountain and ruins the hyperdrive so they can't go back home so they end up landing and living in the planet inhabiting it and they have to fix this crystal that gives them the hyperdrive and then a year goes by they kind of are just kind of like living there and they're working on how to fix it but they don't know the exact formula to make it work time progresses and buzz has to keep testing out this hyperdrive right but every time he tries the hyperdrive time exceeds forward he stays the same age time moves slower for him while in hyperspace than it does for the people on the planet yeah so the people on the planet so like four years every time that he tries to test this thing so to him it's like every every day every day and then for them it's every four years so he comes back and he's normal and his friends are getting older and it's just constantly failing and he can't get it to work right so isn't that wild he was just so focused on the mission that ended up just not being important in the long term at the end of the day though i understand why because it felt like it was his fault and he felt like he wanted to get these people home. He felt like that wasn't his fault get some therapy he said nah, that it was his fault Nah, i felt like it was that fucking whiny bitch's fault that one that he had to go back and save if he didn't have to go back and save it they would have more time to get their shit together and leave properly yeah i agree wait which- the rookie Oh, I'm just saying if everybody just listen weathering ham or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. If, oh. if they just listen to him from the very start. None yeah. No rookies. Yeah. Oh, the rookie guy. Yeah. 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 But because in the beginning, Buzz had to go back for him. Yeah. So part of like the difficulty in their launch was because they had to go back and get more time him. spent being fucking coddling that little bitch trying to be a hero and whatnot. And but they don't mention what happened to him afterwards. Just that his suit is left behind. Mm-hmm. And no one's like using it, so I'm like, good. She didn't deserve it. No. <laughs> are we talking about Haw- We're not talking about Hawthorne, are we? No, Weatheringham. Oh, okay, okay. The guy with see, the pen. you don't even remember who it was. I mean, no, not the guy with the pen. The person in the beginning, the rookie in the very beginning of the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. That dude. That was okay. like Featheringham, or yeah, Featheringham. It was a very weird feathering name. my whole. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, but what else? Um. The movie ends, he ends up getting this really cool cat robot from his friend. Socks. Who his friend is a lesbian and they share a gay kiss. There's a lot of really nice moments in that, by Very the way. Very beautiful moments. I And you're he's seeing her age. Oh my God. It's affecting so him. sad. And it kind of pulls an up situation because he's constantly do, seeing his friend getting older and older. And one day he comes back and finds she's out gone. that she's dead. dead. Leaves him a a message and apparently he found out that she was dead for two years uh she left something from two years she has a granddaughter and he ends up going to space but then he does hyperdrive so much that he advanced 22 years into the future comes back and uh the granddaughter uh, well, he figures the formula out, so he gets yeah. the well, formula. He didn't figure it out. Socks like the, figure yeah, it out. socks. The, socks. The cat out. figures the formula out. After and then, sixty-two years, and then something happened. Why did he go so far? Um, because the hypercube was such a um success, but it was also like this weird, like unstable concoction. Oh, right. So okay. Well, it, it went faster than normal. Yeah, is what okay. it did. It, it hit a hundred percent. Is what happened. Because mm-hmm. normally the hyperspeed did not hit, so that's why it advanced. That would so be high. fucked. Could you imagine? Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna do this, and then you do it like twice, and everybody you know is dead. Yeah, everything, everybody you know is dead. I'd be so fucked. I'd be like, oh my god, this is terrible. That's horrible. And the thing is, is that um, I would just back. do it long enough to skip like the first like two years of just like shitty living on the planet, and then I'd come back when we're all just like thriving, and there's like gay clubs, and, <laughs> you know, like everybody's unfrozen. <laughs> I would come I would come back when we were like living our best fantasy. I wouldn't want to be there at the beginning. I'd be like, yeah, I'll go into space. <laughs> I'll, if it I'll means take, a blink of an eye, everybody gets old. Time portal. Honestly, yeah, he took the easy way out. Everybody did all the groundwork and he was just like, I'm trying to I was kind of mad about that. I was like, yeah, okay, so you, the hard part of your job was you flew around the sun in space for... I mean, it is pretty hard to do that. I, yeah, I guess I'm minimizing you know, it. I've, right? never, I've never flown around the sun in space. This is true. 
Yeah, so just Rome. Rome. <laughs> 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 but I think um I it was cute. It was cute. It was a good movie. And then the twist at the end to find <sighs> out that who the bad guy was the Zerg. time. Zerg. Um, he ends up fighting Zerg, but then he finds out that Zerg is actually him mm. in the future. Old Buzz. Old Buzz. And that he's trying to basically erase everything. And he found a way to go back in time, like if none of thing right. ever happened. And Buzz was down for it. Like the current day Buzz was down for it until he just realized that, oh, all these people have lives, you know, because all the people that he basically failed are all dead at this right. point. So it's their kids and their grandkids that are living. And they well, the whole co- I mean, the colony them. is like set up now. I yeah, mean, the colony. Yeah, the colony set up so it just sucks to go back to a planet that you never even been to, Earth. You know, mm-hmm. and just be like, oh, you know, for Buzz it's fine, but for everybody else it's not. So he's like saying, oh, this is terrible. I can't erase all this stuff that happened. She would have never had her granddaughter. She would have never had, you know, like her, her wife, kids, her wife, and it's like taking all those memories away from her. So and that old Buzz is like, she won't know if she. She won't she miss never it. Exist, she will, yeah, she won't. Existed. She won't miss what she never knew she had or whatever. Yeah, she would never. Yeah, she wouldn't miss what she never had. There was a part of me that was like, "Hey, he's right. He's definitely, but right. it's wrong. <laughs> like it feels wrong, but like he was right for his though. own like shitty, selfish motivations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was definitely, he was definitely all right. that because he got some nightmares. It's like you guys can try to make a hypercube and try to exceed hyperspeed, but y'all can't still figure out fucking therapy. No. <laughs> no. Okay. 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 <laughs> right? The, the old version of him was like, oh, I found this high tech computer we, gear. We didn't matter. I was like, if you don't get some fucking therapy, bitch, like, what the fuck? Am I, He's least, mad. He said, he said, I'm mad because everybody got to live a life and feel important, but because I chose to keep going into space, I'm upset because I had to pay the consequences. Yeah. Hey, conse- hey, actions meet your consequences. Wow, big shocker. I'm Let's just, teach him about accountability. How about that? Let's teach him about his privilege. That was when I knew he wasn't gay because <laughs> selfish. there's no way a minority wouldn't act like that. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, not this old white guy complaining that he doesn't matter because nobody wiped his ass because he flew into space a few times. <laughs> Well, everybody else did the groundwork and just no, like, yeah. literally. I'm yeah, like, what yeah, did yeah. he really do in context up until the end of this movie? Like, had they left it without like some kind of nice resolution the way they did, mm-hmm. I would have been so upset because I was like, I don't really like him. Like, he's he's like selfish and kind of oh, like, and narcissistic I heard, um, and yeah, I heard there was three post credit scenes for this movie. Oh, see, we'll have to like go back uh, and watch. Yeah, we're gonna have to watch it or something like on YouTube. We kind of just left the movie theater after that. We're like, oh, this ain't a Marvel movie. Let's go. Um, but Kiki Palmer was in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, so that was really cool. Long I'm applause. I'm kind of a oh, long applause. Do you want it? I just love Kiki Palmer. Who is just in her bag right now. She's doing all the things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's legendary. Show. This movie. She's nope. a nope. Nope. I'm hoping she gets her own talk show soon. I would love to see a Kiki Palmer talk show. She has such wonderful energy. I love mm. her. So she basically played the granddaughter of Buzz's friend Hawthorne. Her name was what Ziggy or something? Was this Izzy? 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 And it was Izzy Hawthorne, and she wants to be a space ranger, just like her grandmother. Um, granted, she, she never has, was. She has a space phobia. She's scared of space. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious, but I was also like, that's very valid because same. Yeah, 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 yeah. The like, endless void of space. He's like, you can't. You said you can't be a space ranger if you're scared of space. Instant fail. Yeah, you know you can't. But that's kind of space. like realistic. Make, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like, can't, you can't be, a, be afraid of where you're gonna work. Yeah, it's like trying yeah. to be a I'm flight pilot. Fucking time, man. <laughs> well, it's like the idea of phone scares me. <laughs> well, just the idea of working in general scares me. Well, you know what? Being inside people's heads scares me too. But I do it every day. That's what I'm about to do too. Just in a very different way. Just understand that people trust me. Oh my God. Speaking of, Nate got another crack in his windshield today. Yeah. And I thought of you. <laughs> thought of you immediately. I was like, Will can help us. <laughs> I, I hope so. I have to look at how that works. But anyway. Um, yeah. So this movie, what was your favorite like moment? Ooh. The gay kiss. And socks. 
was just the best thing in this entire movie. No, the the the, the robot, robot cat. cat girl. This is a sock stand account. He was so great. <laughs> he was the best that character thing in this movie. and everything. Every time I was like, okay, this is gonna get old. It didn't. I was like, this is literally the best character in a movie I've seen in a while. I've never been so scared of. I'm like, the, please don't let the this scares cat die. about the dying. Don't let oh. this cat die, please. When when he when he when he um when he crushed the other the, the future one the busted yeah. one I was like. No, you it was motherfucker. I, like, saw, <laughs> I saw both of you kind of like flinch in your chairs, and then I saw the people sitting next to us, even they were like, No, no yeah. like, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Like, I, know. I was like, We love socks. you, fucking bitch. Okay, can we talk? He blew himself up. That's pretty pussy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can you imagine? Like, I like, well, he's you're a cat, like, so you're like, pussy. You're like, I. <laughs> he said me I bought you five minutes <laughs> <laughs> I love that He's like Oh my god The fucking The dart blow dart. The dart He blow darts everything He's like I bought you five minutes <laughs> uh, the person, We need to go back Everything's going crazy They're gonna decommission you And he's like <gasps> <laughs> And then that person Comes out of the hangar Or whatever And she's <laughs> like You're not supposed to be here He's all Boop <laughs> <laughs> He's was like, that a blow dart? Was that for me? Was that for me if I get out of line? I bought you five minutes. <laughs> I love that cat so much. It's so good. Um, my favorite part was, okay, Alti, right in the beginning when the video, when he played the video from um, yeah, yeah. The, the, the friend. Yeah. <sighs> I was like, not this movie is literally about to make me sob. I cried. No, I cried. it did not there. make me. It made me sob. No, I, I was so dying. I was sitting there and I was like, okay, so it's going to be a hollow video of her. She's going to be old and like dying. I like steeled myself and I was like, just eat popcorn, girl. It's going to be fine. Just eat popcorn and just keep mm -hmm. your mouth full. It's going to mm -hmm. be fine. And I was like, <sighs> and I'm then it, you know, okay. and then you know what did it in? I looked at this bitch once, and she wasn't crying. And I was like, okay, if Wacy's not gonna cry, then I'm not gonna cry. Uh -huh. And then I looked back at her literally less than thirty seconds later, and she was like, Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Ugh. I was crying. I was trying so hard not to, and I'm like, shit, this is up all over again. I it was can't, so good. I can't do it. That was probably my favorite part. It was no, really it? sad, but it was so moving, yeah. and it was such a pivotal part in the movie too. So like, mm -hmm. it was just so nice. It's crazy. I never didn't realize that. Up, but I cried at this. Mm, up um, is sad. Well, I didn't because I was watching Up at school, so I was um, too busy um, laughing. Then halfway through it, I was literally like, "Did that bitch die?" <laughs> yeah, he didn't realize what he lost until like she was making that. You know what I mean? Like it, that was that was why it was so sad because the whole time he didn't seem to like grasp. Like, oh, I'm missing my life every like, time I do this. Like, I'm missing out on experiences and the, like it was kind of like he was watching her have her life but it was also kind of this like hey you're missing your life because you're so focused on this like it's like for him it was a year for mm -hmm. them it was like 62 years yeah you know so it's like for him well it's no like for him it was what like five days like less than a week because he was going and he was only gone for like yeah less but than they said that they, they said that they did like they did multiple attempts like that they did um oh so maybe it like was, like they yeah. like so he would come stay at at his hotel his, his home for like a day and then just go in the next day and try it again. Mm -hmm. But like they don't ever specify, but he chose not to actually live. He was more focused on just like words. Of, I, I want to get us out of here. Any critiques of this movie? No, they did a fucking amazing job. In my I opinion. thought it was really good. I, I thought have it was high so expectations good. for a Woody movie now. <laughs> I oh. think that they might do that. Yeah, they might do that. With the success, with the success this is having probably. Yeah. Or at least hit me with a Woody's Roundup on Disney Plus, their show. I could get into that. I would rather want, I, I'd rather want a movie like this. Yeah. With Woody and Bullseye, Jesse and Stinky Pete. Yeah, but. That I, would be so cute. He's the very best. He's the rootinest, tootinest cowboy in the wow wow west. Woody's <laughs> Roundup. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's give us our scores. Um, me personally, I give it uh, nine turnips out of ten. Mm. Yeah, I would say I give it nine laser blasters out of ten as well. I give this movie a ten. Yeah. I give it a ten. 
I was actually, I'm actually really surprised at how good this was. I honestly, Same. I thought, I thought it was going to be trash. I'm not even going to lie. I thought it was going to be terrible. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting anything. I wasn't watching previews of this movie. My attention wasn't on it. I know that Disney had that little fiasco with the whole homophobia thing that was happening. Mm. And I'm just like, okay. Which, by the way, great on them for like doubling down on it and like saying, no, this needs to be in the movie. Well, but I have to make because- a mention though. I have to make a mention real quick mm-hmm. because what pisses me off is that this movie had a gay kiss on it and yeah, it was a big deal for some people. I don't know why, right. but it was a big, it was a big deal for most people, but there's shows on Disney plus that got canceled just because the main character is gay. Owl house is mm. a perfect example. I started watching Owl house because Kiru was into Owl house and he said, you need to watch the mm-hmm. show. And I started watching it and the main character has an open gay relationship with another main character mm-hmm. in the show and it and all of a sudden Disney wants to cancel it. It's like a really big fight for her to for the creator to get a full third season. Well, people happening. are just crazy. It's like gay families exist. Gay like there just are like, gay kids and gay I know, this it's and weird gay that, that. Even like, though like Disney was the first um show to have like a team rom com that have a character come out. Right. And and that yeah. have that character actually be played by an openly right. gay kid. And it's like, even that show, I think it got canceled after a while. But that was just because, like, <sighs> boo. Yeah, the, it was just the main character. The whole show was centered centered around was just. Well, like, I think what we'll find so is lack. as long as it's like profitable for companies to be pro gay, they're going to continue to do it. So hopefully, it stays profitable. Hopefully, but I feel like it's not. It feels like a lot of companies are afraid to do gay projects because of the fact that the moment that they do, well, we have that project, one. We have that one big movie uh bros or whatever that it's like the first gay rom-com to ever be produced by like a major like film studio that comes out in like september everybody's gay right Mm -hmm. like all the actors and all that stuff stuff. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so so. that one will be interesting to see too yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and we got queer as folk we got legendary we got pose we got all these gay shows out now that are very Mm -hmm. successful but But they're doing disney they're doing a season two of that singing show which singing show? Queen of the Universe. Uh, Queen of the Mel Universe. Mel B is going to be a judge. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Whatever. I thought it was today. Not to be mean, that show was so bad. Not to be, it like, was terrible. No, we nothing, couldn't even finish it. No, nothing to the singers or anything. There was at least a good four of you that were great amongst the whole crowd of people that they thought. Yeah, it was like we brought I in actually all disagree. Singers. It was only like two people that were good. Ada Vox and somebody else. And to be honest, if Ada didn't win this season then it was a fucking rig and i don't care no nah, i felt like this show was supposed to be catered to her winning but she it should have been drag, drag her it well, should have been the drag queen won which i felt like that was one of the good singers in the group oh the the, the person Indian? from india right yeah yeah i think yeah i was seeing yeah she was good i liked her yeah she was mm-hmm. good how much was the money it was two hundred hundred thousand i think right like it's like a quarter, a quarter of a million, million dollars, dollars. <laughs> <laughs> fucking stupid they before taxes seem, they try to make it seem like it's right. way more than what it is dude even after taxes though that's fine i'll take it right still I'll, yeah that's life-changing I'll, I'll, money I'll, I'll, yep excuse me correction but yeah cute so go see lightyear out in theaters now highly yes. recommend it if you got i mean we spoiled it obviously so um if you don't care and you no it's still so good though so there's so much that we didn't spoil that's actually so good about this movie though highly recommend i think we spoiled pretty much everything well i What's mean the plot mean? but like i did i'm sorry <laughs> I like spoiling things. What can I say? I just uh, assume that you guys I just, already. I can't. Movie. Okay, I can stop looking at myself. Your titty. Oh, look at that. No, yeah. bitch. Look, look how big her. my look fucking at, arm looks. Look at her. She is that a man? That is a man on this tiny feminine Call body. Call her Amanda. Hello. Hi, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> is she a man or is she a girl? What is it? I'm horny. Uh, I mean. Uh, Hi, <laughs> she a man. Hi, Maury. Maury. <laughs> she a man, Maury. Anyway, what are we talking about now? We're going to talk about Final Fantasy. Which yeah. number? We're going to be talking about first. We're going to be talking about how Final Fantasy came out. Like Square Enix decided to give us 
Not one, but two. Okay, wait. I have a question before we start. Are yes. either of these games directly related to the part one game that came out forever ago? Mm -hmm. Yes. They are. Okay, okay. Yes. This one that we're about to see right now so is... The, the, oh, no. This wasn't... The best way to describe it is Final Fantasy. They have, like, off branches of the main series games. Right. So, if that particular series is going to continue having side quests, so, like, side games. So, we have, like, Final Fantasy X, Final Fantasy X2, 13... Um, mm. Dash 2, 13 Dash, like Return of Lightning, stuff like that. So it'll be like, so all these are Final Fantasy 7 something. So. Uh. so the keep in mind that the new Final Fantasy 7, the one that's out, Steel. is called Final Fantasy Remake. But okay. then they changed it because they, they added the DLC and it's called, I think, Final Fantasy Retrograde or something like that. Now, this one is going to be a remake of a PSP game, which is called Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion, which we're going to be watching the trailer for this right now. Okay, go. Let's go. Let me turn up the volume just a little bit. What's going on? Boy, oh boy. Oh, my God. Also, for anybody listening to this, be sure to check out our Facebook for uh, video footage of us watching this so that yes. you can see the trailer as well. Yeah, you can see the trailer. His legacy gave life. Oh my god. Mm. Progress, Zach? Zach? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is Zach. Yeah. Loose, right? Oh, he's cute. Mm-hmm. It's showtime. I'm so excited for this. Look at oh, how cool it is. Behemoth. Oh my god, a behemoth. Soldier first class Genesis. Mm. A month ago. He went missing. Everybody in these games has such cool hair. You know, I've never I know. seen Geo. Don't you think it's sort of a waste? Use brings about wear, tear, and rust. And that's a real waste. Mm, that voice. Mm-hmm. I wonder if okay. Gact is still going to do the voice of Genesis. Yes. <gasps> Are those dogs? Mm. <gasps> that's oh, me a you, that. girl. Yeah. <laughs> that's me a Wacy. Gave birth to the man Telling me to Genesis. shut the fuck up. Mm. Ah. <gasps> He's so beautiful. I would braid his hair. This is back when he was still a good guy. What do you know? Nothing. What did he say? Stupid laptop. Oh, I thought he said shit something. I was like, bro. <laughs> Not the scat no. player. No. <gasps> That's All the right. Demon King from Smite. Okay. <gasps> Ooh, Bahamut. 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 Hello. Hey. Heaven? That's me. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> it's a church. It's a church. By the way, Aaron. what is your dream? Religion. <laughs> to become first. <gasps> is it? That looks no. like Nanami. To become a hero. <gasps> oh. Uh, good. Ooh. Unattainable dreams are the best kind. Embrace yeah. your dreams. Come on, mullet. Whatever happens, protect your honor. Honor. Soldier! Come and get it! Was he about to uh, fight all those people? Uh, he's yeah. gonna try to. Crazy. So it's Final Fantasy Crisis. Core. So this is Final Fantasy uh, Crisis Core Reunion. Uh, and so let's discuss a little bit about it before we move on to the next trailer. Um, so Crisis Core was a game that came out on PSP. You play as protagonist Zack, who basically is in Soldier. And there's other characters inside. There's a guy, I think his name was, there was Angeal, there's Sephiroth, there's, um, and I think Genesis was the last guy's name. I don't remember if that was his name. I know it started something something like that, like a G or J kind of name. JK. And they're all three friends, really good friends. And uh, Cloud is a recruit at this time. And at the end of this game, not this one, we're not sure where this is going exactly. Oh. But we know that Zack dies in Crisis Core. And Aww. well... Zach is the protagonist. Zach is the protagonist in this one, ah. in the prequel. Okay. And then Zach ends up just kind of like saving Cloud 
And Cloud is using Zack's sword the entire time, the Buster sword. I thought that sword looked familiar. So that's what the I sword. I said I've yeah. seen her. Before. So that that's that's Cloud's sword, and then so you're seeing basically the fall and demise and how Sephiroth ends up becoming evil. That's the prequel, and so it's the prequel. Right. And then this one is going to be the sequel to the uh, to the regular um, to the new one. So we're gonna. This is the sequel to the remake. Oh. What oh. we've done, that's set in stone. The past is forever. But the future, even if it has been written, can be changed. So focus on the future, not the past. He wants to finish what he started. Mm. He wants to reclaim his birthright. And rule over the planet with Genova at his side. I saw you lying there. I figured it was too late. Wait, what are you implying? That I died? That I'm some kind of imposter? You were here with me five years ago. Where are you? What happened to you? I'm trying so hard to find you. Sorry. Feel like I failed you. Uh -huh. Next winter. That's the year 2024, I think. Oh. So. Well, no, that would be 23. 23. So this winter, 23. No, this winter is 22. Okay, so the winter of 22, we're getting Crisis Core. And then the following year, we're getting this. So, okay, the Rebirth one is the second part of the game you guys were playing before. Yes. No. Is it? Yes. This is the sequel. That's literally what they showed us was the dream sequence that Cloud has when he goes on a mission with Sephiroth and you get yeah. to actually play as Sephiroth. But that happens like after so much other shit though. This is my problem with this game. Because that because <laughs> technically speaking, you don't go down that until after Cosmo Canyon. Exactly. But I'm assuming what they're doing here is that there is no open world in this game. So what they're doing is that because of the way that the first one. So again, ended, the, okay. So you guys played the part one that was really disappointing yes. for a long time. Well, it wasn't disappointing, and then, but it wasn't. And this game, the rebirth game, uh -huh. is the second half of that first game. It's not the second half. It's not the second half. It's originally it's a continuation. when it came out. When it uh, originally came out on PlayStation, it was a four disc game. Three, three disc game. So it's mm -hmm. the second part of a four part thing. So think about so. Final Fantasy VII to remake it in today's graphics is kind of impossible. It's a huge Herculean task. So they're remaking it, and the first disc kind of focuses on the tutorial place in the old game. Mm -hmm. And in the remake, they kind of fo focused on that and added stuff to it. The end of Final Fantasy VII indicates that this game is not technically a remake, but a brand new game altogether. It started off as a remake, but then it now after the after they leave Midgar, the game is now completely different. So yeah, they're showing things that happened in the original game, but the problem is, is that now the game is new. So characters that died in the original game will probably stay alive in this game, and we don't know. So the thing is, is that I don't see this game being super long. I feel like it's going to be just as long as Final Fantasy VII and Midgar remake. And if that's the case, then this is not the remake that we wanted. This is just a brand new Final Fantasy VII. It's a retelling of a story and just fixing everything and just short, hyper shortening everything. I mean, everybody likes the game. Think though, of right? it. Think of it as Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood to the original Full Metal Alchemist. They just took out all the filler. Oh, that's what that's what they're doing with this one. And then they're adding stuff to it, making things that once exist, don't exist anymore, or adding stuff that never happened. And I don't know, throwing more context. Some people like it. Some people hate it. I'm personally not a fan of it because I wish that they just wouldn't have called it a remake. They should have just called it whatever it was supposed to be called at first and just kept it that way. But they didn't. And it's sad and upsetting and frustrating. Um, is this your favorite Final Fantasy game? 
this was my first game into the series. Oh, okay. So it does hold a special place your favorite? in my fight. No. What's your favorite? Four. Uh. My favorite would have to be... Like, I love this game. Don't get me wrong. I love Final Fantasy VII, but I like Ten. Ah. Ten was the first Final Fantasy to have voice acting. I just feel like it was just one of the most epic stories, and I know people are going to disagree with that. Like, people like Nine say nine is the best i don't know which one i like. I wouldn't say nine was the best but nine had a pretty good concept and the story wise and the storytelling was pretty good and coming everybody has a favorite final fantasy mm-hmm. it really is up to you if you're old school final fantasy you're most likely gonna love six if you are a if you are a uh person like me who kind of like got into final fantasy a little late it's probably gonna be like 10 or 9 and if you liked the majority of the fan base love Final Fantasy VII. So, because Final Fantasy VII for a lot of people mm. was their first Final Fantasy. Mm. So, this holds a special place to a lot of people. I mean, I can see it being redone as like exciting, but like if it's a whole new thing, that just seems to kind of be like defeating the purpose. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but like for me, if I think of a remake, I think of how they, de- they did Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Like the first game's incredible now with the remaster. Yeah, yeah. But like this did, seems just like a whole new game. It's, it is. It is, but it has memories and stuff from the original. Mm. Just think of this as an alternate timeline, but it's following the same timeline. Uh-huh. But it's alternate. Like things change or uh, somebody else, they, they took a different route as opposed to taking this route, you know? Uh-huh. So now the story is gradually different but is still following the same thing Mm. if that makes any sense i don't know if i'm making any sense but with that being said i really don't have much to say other than that i feel very you know i mean i'm excited for it i'm excited for it i want to get it i'm gonna get it but it's just that i was really hoping for a remake (laughs) <laughs> and it turns out that that's not what it what this is and mm. um and it's evident now we we're assuming it's going to be a three disc game i don't know how long this is going to be because they're missing a lot of stuff so after this they're supposed to go to well this is not exactly it but they're supposed to go to fort condor they're supposed to go to um cosmo canyon they're supposed to go to nibbleheim they're supposed to do mm. so much stuff but the fact that they're nibble showing, the fact that they're showing what they're showing right now if that's the beginning then i'm like okay they just skipped well everything. maybe they're just like doing it because that's like a critical part of the game yeah maybe yeah. they just didn't have anything else to show off maybe maybe they didn't, really look, the didn't really look like there was any gameplay in that so there really wasn't and it looked and to me it looked like they did that so that they could piece the two trailers together so in the show i'm i'm wondering if maybe they like because there was like the feather and stuff so i wonder if like if you watch them back to back without any space between if it would just look like a transitional thing between the two trailers. i think i think i think I, but yeah i think that they were just trying to keep it like Harmonious. Well, if it's like not coming out until it. next winter, I know there's still who knows I mean, how much they still have left to do. So maybe there's not enough of the game to show off yet, or maybe it'll get delayed again mm-hmm. like 500 times. So oh. we won't know until we see it. Square Enix games don't come out until they come out. So don't even take the next winter date to date. Date. Anyways, as we continue on, shall we move on to our final topic? Does anybody else have anything to say about this one before we move on? Materia. Materia girl. <laughs> Materia girl. All right. All right. Brandon. Is it my turn? Yeah. Now we're turning over to Brand's corner. Thanks. <clears throat> Thanks. Thanks in the studio. Oh, wait. I'm in the studio. You're in the studio. You are in the studio. We are all in the studio. <gasps> Studio. Mm. Studio. Just came in pod studio. Um, so I was inspired one by Wacy asking about this um two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then by this movie that we saw, Lightyear. And the whole idea of like Chosen Family, and it's like still Pride Month, and I thought, um, these would all be really cool things to talk about. Um because I think the idea of Chosen Family for us as, you know, LGBTQ plus people, um, 
I, I think is pretty important. I don't know if maybe you guys feel the same way, but uh, for me, that's always been kind of like the, one of the best parts I think of being a queer person is that I've been able to like find a group of people who love me the way they always talk about family as opposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I thought we would talk about that for a little bit in our experiences with um, chosen family and then what that's been like. Mm-hmm. So what are your guys' like general experiences when you think of, like when I say like chosen family, what do, what do we think of? I personally think of you guys, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I normally throughout my life i do have like my main family like you know my family that i grew up with and Mm -hmm. everything and then i've had people that come in and like i was really grown up on just realizing like hey this person's not my aunt but i call them my aunt because Mm -hmm. they're my mom's really good friend and they're always seeing each other and there's always part of my life or something like that so it's technically a chosen family but i think like chosen family is like a family that i chose me personally i chose mm-hmm. my family and it's like i chose you guys mm. and you know we live together and we um we started this podcast you know we have so many great memories of like going places and things and mm-hmm. all the movies and stuff that we've done and i personally love it like sometimes when we have like when i have like a bad day sometimes we have like a discussion and we have like a good chit chat and sometimes it's like if something happy were to happen to me or something really cool the first thing the first people i go to is you guys not even my main family believe it or not i just let you guys know first and and there's no no offense to my family you know it's just it's just the thing is is that like there's some things that i feel like i can't talk about with my main family that they won't Mm. get you know like Mm -hmm. they won't get they won't get it and even though my family is very supportive of me and whatnot i just know that like i can't talk about like i can't be like like i don't know like talking about sexual things or something like that with like my family Mm. you know Mm -hmm. i feel like that makes them uncomfortable it makes me uncomfortable even thinking about telling them Mm. you know it just feels like it feels uncomfortable talking to my family about just my life that is not physically presented you know right and it's hard for me to kind of share that side of myself Mm. my family came with me to pride and i love them Mm. and that was really cool you know that was the first time that i've like went to pride with like my sister and my nieces shout out to your sister and nieces for yeah shout out shout out i love them though i love them so like i don't have like any issues or any like problems or nothing like that they never did anything or made Mm -hmm. me feel like i was lesser than or anything like that it's just that personally like in my mind i'm very insecure with myself still Mm. and i feel like it's easier to just share that with people who i know are gay and people who i know just like get me in that way right now so hmm thanks well what about you miss So for a chosen family for me was more like the definition of like what we found like right. growing up the whole like I got your back you got my back and kind of like the whole S against the world. Mm. Um, granted, I never really got to experience like much of like family growth, so it's like more easier to look back at it and be like, yeah, I did have family, a different set of family, but not really my family. And mm-hmm. there's times where it's like this weird disconnect where it's like, yeah, I agree with Will here, where there's certain things that happen in my life where I want to tell my family, but then. There's certain things as like an LGBT person you want to survive. It's like you want to surround yourself with people who are like, like, how would I put it more in your corner make you feel like they got your back a little bit more. Um, but there's just like the sense of comfort that comes from like having your chosen family because it's like, these are people I trust. These are people who I like, they know things about me and I know things about them. Mm-hmm. And there's like a whole difference because like for me like family family is something that's more like pushed upon you right because it's one of those things where there's this like this unspoken boundary of like you need to respect them because it's like they're your family but there's nothing behind it as for like chosen family there's this thing where there's like they're chosen family because there's this level of respect and understanding for one another that we are on the same playing field as what i prefer preferably like more than like Mm. my actual family yeah kind of thing. hmm yeah i would level with that i think <sighs> um oh man 
Let me try not to get emotional. So I think for me, it, it like even is deeper than that because you guys are the only family I have now. Um, so I don't have anybody else. You know, I have my brother, my sister, of course, but you know, we we you know, my brother and I were kind of cut out in a lot of ways. I think at various points in our lives from what socially is like considered like our biological family and like you know we we just never really i don't know we just never really belonged and there was this like expectation that people that we had to choose others but they didn't have to choose us and when they didn't choose us there wasn't any consequence it was just hey you're not choosing us we Deal just have to, yeah we just have to accept it so mm -hmm. i think for me now, it's, you know, I, this is obviously why I think in the past historically I've gotten so like crazy around family stuff for us because one, it's, that's all I have. Um, but it's also like you guys choose me, we, you know, we wake up every day and we choose each other and it's like that I don't see that that's ever going to change. I don't need it mm -hmm. to change. I don't desire for it to change. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's just this really cool concept and I talk about it a lot in my work and. Um, you know, with the, the young people that I am working with now who happen to be LGBTQ plus, it's, um, you know, it, I think we get so pigeonholed into thinking like our family has to come before everything, not realizing that we can choose what that family is and what that looks like and who's in it and, and what that means for us. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I guess for me, it, it's just been like, you guys are the people who choose me and love me for who I am all the time. Um, despite the flaws that I have and it's, it's the same back. Um, there's no conditions for the love that I have for any of you. So it's it's just like this really great thing to be able to share with a group of people who just get it. Um, mm -hmm. And I think yeah. that that's a hard part for some folks is that it, it, not everybody gets this opportunity to create chosen family. But when you're able to get it, I, I highly encourage people to do it. I definitely agree. Yeah, um, because you're the family you're born into. While some people, I think, get really lucky, it's not always the case. And some of us, <laughs> you know, don't get um, win the lottery with the family department so much. So I, I think if you have the opportunity to look at your life and evaluate, you know, your close friends and your close relationships and think, Oh, these people are kind of like my family. Maybe that's a little bit of what's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, any recommendations to people who maybe struggle with like finding chosen family, LGBTQ or otherwise? I feel, go ahead. Go ahead. I feel like surrounding yourself with people that you feel more uncomfortable and trust. <clears throat> Um, for us, it was that little playing field right. of like, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. It took a while. It was like this establishment of like building that trust. Um, there's not that many people that are out there. There's people out there that genuinely would like to take advantage of like your said situation of looking for people. Um, I come to terms to understand that there's such a thing as lonely people in this world that mm. are not good to have around and sometimes is good around so it's like that it's hard to find that happy medium with people but if you keep on it keep if you at least understand what you're looking for mm -hmm. in a chosen family understanding the type of people that you want the type of people that you need in your life understanding the type of <clears throat> like outsources that you're looking for as for like having somebody to actually accept you for who you are the con unconditional loving um, we're able to find it, but it's always that hard part of just trying to make sure that we're taking the time to understand is this what I really want and not understanding it as, oh, I'm lonely and I'm just trying to like fill that void right. ASAP. Hmm. What about you, Will? I just, I feel like some advice I can give people is that it has to be people that you naturally can get along with. Um, people who kind of share in your struggle. I mean, they can be allies and they can be people that, you know, that really, uh, that really get you. I feel like a chosen family is special because they're a family that you choose to have. And that could even mm. be your real family members too, you know, like included in that. Like, you know, like maybe you get along with your sister, or your brother more than you do your mom or something like that. And, um, that could be like the first start of it. And then your sister has a really cool friend that you get along with. And then that happens. And then uh, chosen families get built little by little. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, even if it's just one person and let's say that you're not even romantically involved, it's just somebody that you're connected with. I think that that 
alone is there. I think you need mm. somebody who shares, um, who who understands you, and somebody that you can turn to, or people that you can turn to, and not feel judged. You can be in a club setting and act as weird as you want, you mm. know, and you won't be judged for it. You'll be encouraged and uplifted right. as opposed to feeling like, uh, you know, you're you're weird and and stuff, you know, like families tend to do <laughs> actual families tend to mm. do. But um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think you bitches are fucking weird. But like, that's part of the well, you're fucking you're weird too. You're that's weird part of the love. It's part of welcome. it. But even you're though welcome. you judge me sometimes, <laughs> you're really just judging you're really oh, judging yourself. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I think we really broke through to him. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. Everything you done to me has Are already been done, done to you, Sam. <laughs> I said, wrong. That's how you do right by me. Everything's Thanks. gonna rain on your head. <laughs> but my head. <hair. laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it's such a tricky, like, uh, topic i think because again it, it's such a common thing in the queer community specifically um you know for us to have to seek out these like alternative connections for with a group of people who just get it mm -hmm. um and i think that's thing, like I'm, I'm always just i think back on it and i'm so thankful that like that way and i have been friends for as long as we have because it it just almost i'm like i don't know how it happened i sometimes think back to when we met and i'm like i don't even really remember it just it feels like it's always been this way and this is like, you know, besides Nate and, you know, my sister, this is like the one person I think who's never sat in my corner with conditions. It has always been just unconditional. Like, mm -hmm. I'm writing for whatever you're doing. Yeah. Like, and without any along, hesitation. Just there's fries along the way. That was, <laughs> that was my one. Yeah, condition. I was kind of Hansel and Gretling, just like, Hot fry, hot fry. Ooh, pizza hot fry. Ooh, pizza hot fry. <laughs> so lure your people. Lure, lure your people. Put you to in the you. shed in the yard. <laughs> Treat her like ET. <laughs> like, I put her in a little wig. <laughs> she purposely her be around like, on my bike. <laughs> she purposely be like hot fry, and I'll be like. <laughs> Nate sees you in the closet. All yeah. dressed up, get scared. Yeah, well, well, I, had to get I had to get past her though. So she was in front of the closet. Well, and again, like to reference this movie that we watched, um, he had a sort of like a chosen family in the end, right? It was this idea. He was like, "Well, mm -hmm. no, I'm choosing this like group of like people." Yeah, and it, it again, like in context, probably seems a little silly on the outside, but that resonated just so strongly to like see him like, "No, I've already got like my people." Yeah. I was like, "Oh, I feel that like." You don't want anybody else when you have your people. So it's just, it's one of those things where I'm always so thankful that I was just like blessed enough to have everybody that I have right now. And, and that I don't, you know, despite hurting maybe sometimes for my, my family, family, my biological family, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think that the, there's so much comfort in knowing that I have this instead mm -hmm. or as a sort of fill in. And it's so much better than that would have ever been. I think. Yeah. I also think that like one of the best things about the whole but light year um the light year situation is that they encouraged him to live life. Mm, mm -hmm. You know, they got him to change his mind. They said that there's a mistake that I can totally fix and rewind time and get everything into a place where everything is okay again. Mm. But it's like I don't want to do that now because I'm connected and they made me see like hey they were they have a happy life i got connected with these people in the short amount of time mm -hmm. and i think that this is what my friend would have wanted and yeah it's very <laughs> it's very um very touching mm -hmm. it's i'm not gonna sit here and say it's easy to get a chosen family um, oh not at all it's Absolutely not it's not, not easy it's kind of something that just happens to you you kind of just wake up one day and realize that the people who are there for you who support you you kind of just realize like you're like my brother you're my sister you're my you're my uh non-binary person <laughs> you know? you're my parents you're my parent <laughs> you know like brandon you're my is, mom brandon is our gay mom you're my you mom. know so she's like my mom so i sometimes she like tells me i gotta do the chores or something like that and i'm like god damn it mom okay first of all there was definitely never any chores. i know there's no <laughs> <laughs> first of all in their first household yeah 
Rutgers household. <laughs> I can't boss you around here. No, no. We pay for our own rent, mother. <laughs> I'm going to fucking knock a wall in and be like, who's paying rent now? I'm like, it better be you. you. <laughs> <laughs> With that wall down, you better be paying for it. Mm. Yeah, no, I think that that's a really good point. So just, you know, it, for those of you who maybe ever hear this, who are old, young, queer, not queer, LGBTQ, not LGBTQ, you know, if you have the opportunity to seek out connection with people in your life that is, is that it feels like family, like what you feel your family should be like if your biological family isn't that for you. Um, I just encourage people to take advantage of that and to not run from it and you know, again, like I, I look back on, on when Wacy and I first met and I'm just always so thankful that like, despite not liking him at all, we, you know, we persevered and I was like, this is literally like my favorite, one of my favorite people in the world, if not my favorite yeah, person. Yeah, she doesn't like anybody at first, you know, so she just won't like anybody. Mm -mm. You have to earn her trust. She's like a, she's, she's literally a cat, you know. You gotta, you gotta let her get used to your scent, mm. used to your area, <laughs> and then once you get, once she gets there, and if I don't like your scent, oh well. Like sometimes, if you're really loving, she'll jump on your lap and she'll let you pet her. <clears throat> Is that like a sex thing? If you wanted. To be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But. Yeah, I, I guess that's it. I don't know that I have anything else like to say or ask. Anybody else have any like closing comments or anything? No. No. Um, lovely. Well, that is a wrap on episode 26. Um, shout out to our chosen joysticks and D-pads uh, mm. for supporting us always, always, always. As I mentioned earlier, please be sure to check us out on all our social media at Just Game and Pod. That's J-U-S-T-G-A-Y-M-A-M-P-O-D. Um, and for special video versions of our episodes that are now up on Facebook, please go check those out too. We're looking for a way to get those in other places for right now. They're just on Facebook. Um, check out our TikTok. We're trying to post some, you know, some content there here and there and side content, just, just little fun things to keep interacting with people, grow our platform and, and just keep expanding this out. Um, but we're so, so appreciative of everyone who supports us, you know, um, shares us, watches, listens, all those things. Um, we're so, so, so grateful for all of you. And we hope that we bring smiles to your day and make your day better or, you know, bring some kind of enlightenment, which is always really nice. Mm. Um, but yeah, thanks so much, everybody who, who engages with us. We appreciate it. Hell yeah. Be a part of our family. Mm. Love you. Yes. I'm obsessed mm. with that sound. Okay. <laughs> well, until next time, I guess that's um, a wrap on episode 26. Yeah. Okay. We'll see you on 27. Bye. Bye.